You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 78. Okay, let's be real here. Starting a business, growing a business, creating a marketing funnel for your business, running your business, it's no joke. It takes a lot of determination, perseverance, and something called a growth mindset. So let's talk about that today. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another great week. And thanks for letting the Marketing Funnel Show be a part of your week. So what happens when your marketing isn't working? What happens when you're in the trying to figure it out stage of either a newer business or you've pivoted in your business or you're trying to roll something new out? What happens when everything doesn't just click into perfect client attraction bliss straight out of the gate? Because it rarely does, right? Well, I'm going to be honest. This is where the rubber meets the road in terms of entrepreneurship. And, you know, regardless of how you see your business, if you're a freelancer, if you're an agency, if you're, you know, building a a big company with a big team, whatever you're trying to do, if you're a service provider, uh, if you love events or small groups, whatever it is, this is where the rubber meets the road. And you see, I believe because I've seen it over and over and over and over again, I believe that it's a lot harder to go from zero to 500 people on your email list than it is to go from 500 to 10,000. I believe it's a lot harder to go from zero to $2,500 a month in income in your business than it is to go from 2,500 to $25,000 a month in your business. And it's because I've seen it time and time again. When we're pivoting, when we're trying something new, when we're building something from scratch, you know, when you're trying to figure it out, you're you're trying to... <laughs> You're just trying to find like, okay, I think it's this, I think it's this, I think it's this. And I often tell my clients that it's like you're fishing in the dark. I tell this to my clients and my students because, you know, when we're trying to build something new, it's like we put our best guess in there, but it's very rare that we hit a bullseye when we're fishing in the dark. You're throwing a fishing line out into the dark, hoping someone is out there that will want what you're fishing with, right? But when you're in the testing phase, when you're in the guessing phase, when you're in the trying to figure it out phase, that phase takes some serious commitment, serious perseverance, and belief. And when people are building a marketing funnel for the first time, or they're building a new marketing funnel. This is a lot of times where we're at. That's why I always say start small and grow from there because it really does take commitment, perseverance, and belief. You'll notice I didn't say it takes being a crazy ninja marketer. It doesn't take, you know, having the latest and greatest tech or anything like that. No, it takes commitment, perseverance, and belief. And it's so easy to just throw in the towel and say, oh, this doesn't work or, oh my gosh, I'm never going to figure this out. And you know what? I've seen people do that. Uh, In fact, I've seen a lot of people do that. 
Back in 2013, I went to an event that Amy Porterfield held um, down in the San Diego area, and I met six other magical women at that event. For almost two full years, the seven of us would meet every other week for an informal peer-led mastermind. It was fabulous. It was one of the most beneficial experiences in my business because I didn't feel so alone. Like I had this group of women who had really different skill sets, really different perspectives. Um, We were all at kind of different phases of our business, but I didn't feel so alone in building my business because I didn't really know a lot of people who lived around me who, who had this kind of a business. And these ladies were so amazing at a really different um, set of things. And I had my fair share of business disasters during this almost two year period. And I had setbacks and I had failures and I had disappointments, as did the others in the group. You know, that's the beauty of connecting with people is that you basically get to go on that journey with them. And there was a time when I thought about throwing it all in and just going back to the corporate world. Um, I'd been approached. So I had this product that I launched and it was a big flop. Like I had giant dreams of what it could be. And in reality, it was nothing even remotely close to what my dreams were. And around that same time, I'd been approached by Microsoft with a really interesting job. And it was incredibly tempting because I had just had this huge failure. I had put so much time and money and effort. And I was just like, seriously, just moping around, eating chocolate and feeling like, woe is me kind of thing. But... But I had this niggling inside of me and I didn't want to let a few business setbacks make me give up on my dream of a business. I knew I wanted my business. I knew it. And I was willing to do whatever it took to make it a reality. So instead of taking that job as an employee, I needed needed some money. So I negotiated to be a consultant instead. And that gave me the money I needed and the flexibility that I needed in my new business. It was fabulous. And that's what worked for me. But I know every lady in our mastermind had issues at one time or another. And for some, it just became too much. Four out of the seven of us threw in the towel and went back to corporate jobs. The rest of us decided to dig in our heels roll up our sleeves and figure this out. And I'll tell you more than any strategy or offer or anything else, that mindset of, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to hire who I need to hire. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this work because I know that this is a journey. That mindset is what I believe sets businesses who eventually succeed apart from those who don't. Because the three of us who kept our own businesses, I got to tell you, our businesses look nothing like they did when we first started. The thing that set us apart is that we weren't so set on just one way of having a business. We were like, all right, that didn't work. What can I learn from it? How can I pivot and do something better? or different, or something that's more successful. And bottom line is you can, if you change your mindset, if you change how you think about failures and risks and all that kind of stuff, your chances of success in your business go through the roof. And it's really as easy as being 
really thoughtful about your words and the beliefs that you build within yourself. And I know this sounds a little woo-woo and, you know, a lot of times when people come to me for marketing funnels, they're so worried about the time usually that it's going to take to build something out. And I'm like, but even if it doesn't work exactly how you want it to, you're still going to learn so much. And some people are like, yeah, but I just, I can't risk it. And other people are like, yes, you're right. And I can figure out how to make it work even better. And I really like just right there is such a different approach, a different mindset of saying, you know what, this doesn't have to be a grand slam home run straight out of the gate. This can be, you know, a learning step. This can be a baby step. This can be, if you want to use softball or baseball terms, this can be a base hit where I'm just getting to first base and figuring that out. Then I'm going to get to second base and figure that one out, right? And someone who has helped me tremendously in this, because it's something that I really struggled with, especially when I was probably in the first three or four years of my business, somebody who helped me tremendously, I've never met her in person, just she's virtually helped me, is Carol DeWick and her work around the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I'll link to Carol's book, It's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. I'll link to it in today's show notes, along with a video, um, a TED Talk video of her talking about the power of yet in today's show notes. And you can find those show notes either on the podcasting app you're on or go to themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 78. I really, really encourage you to check these out to dive further into this mindset stuff. So let's talk about Carol's TED Talk um, on the power of believing that you can improve, which she calls the power of yet, because this mindset and these beliefs will honest to goodness make or break you in building your business and building a marketing funnel in really building anything worthwhile. So Carol is a psychologist and she's studied, you know, for years and years, she's done tons of, um, of studies on kids and adults and all sorts of stuff. And one of the stories that she tells is how she wanted to see how children would cope with difficulties. So she went to a class of 10 year olds, probably fourth graders, and she gave them problems that were beyond their skill level, right? She knew she gave them problems that were too hard for them to solve on purpose. Kind of mean, right? Basically, she's giving them problems they really had no ability to solve on their own. And their reactions really, and and it was like in a test, right? And their reactions set Carol on a path of finding out about the power of not yet. Because this was early in her career, she was really figuring out where she wanted to hone in on her studies. And it was really interesting. She tells a story in the TEDx talk, which I'll, which are in today's show notes. But um, Carol Dweck said that their reactions were were just really eye opening to her. So some of the kids had shockingly positive rea- responses to getting everything wrong on Carol's test. They said things like. I love a challenge or, you know, I was hoping this would be informative. Now I have kind of a hard time imagining that 
a fourth grader would say that, but she says that they did. And so, I don't know, maybe they were in the gifted program because that doesn't really sound like fourth grader language. But but regardless, it, you know, they were shockingly positive. They got everything wrong on this test and they were like, hey, I really love a challenge. Now I can learn something new. These students understand that their abilities could be developed. They had innately or you know, through their parents or whatever, they had cultivated a growth mindset where getting something wrong was totally fine. And it was the first step in building a new skill set, learning something new, mastering something new. And boy, that's a powerful mindset, right? But then there was a whole other group of students. And for them, getting every single question wrong on the test was a tragedy. Like it was catastrophic even for some of them because they had a much more fixed mindset. And in their minds, failing this test showed that they were failures, right? They internalized that. They felt like their intelligence had been up for judgment and that they completely bombed it. So instead of looking at the possibility and the power of not yet, they were gripped by the tyranny of now I'm a failure. In fact, in a follow-up study, so so Carol Dweck and her team, they did this study over and over and over again because they really wanted to dive really deep into this. So in the follow-up studies that the team did, they found that many of the students with a fixed mindset said, next time I'm going to cheat. They didn't say they would study harder or anything like that. They said, I need to find the answers to this test so I can cheat because they could not face the possibility of failure again. In another study, they found that the kids with a fixed mindset who had failures that they uh, were confronted with, they would look around and they would try to find somebody who did even worse than they did so that they could feel better about themselves. In fact, in study after study, kids with fixed mindsets found any way that they could to run away from their difficulties and to make sure that they didn't fall into the trap of failure again in the future. Failure to them is something to be avoided at all costs because it means that they personally are a failure, that there's something wrong with them. Kids with a growth mindset, however, took these failures in stride and they just use it as an opportunity to learn something new and to grow, to ask some questions, to get curious, to say, hmm, that's interesting. So why am I telling you this? I mean, obviously you're not a 10 year old kid in school. Well, the truth is you and I get to choose. We can choose to have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And I believe that many people who get frustrated and don't give their business their all, that they're suffering from a fixed mindset. And look, I'm gonna be raising my hand here because there was a time in my business where I was 100% in this fixed mindset, where I was like, everything was do or die. Everything sort of reflected on, could I do this? Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Will people like me, <laughs> right? Like everything felt like it, that everything was on the line. And if it didn't work, you know, it was a disaster. 
And I've come across students, I've come across uh, people that I've talked to, I've come across people in Facebook groups, um, I've even had a few clients who at first are really afraid of going all in because if it fails, they're a failure. And this is one thing that I really work with clients and students especially on is that a failure doesn't mean anything about you. It just means that you found a way that it doesn't work. Let's learn from that and let's grow. And people are always like, what? What do you mean? And it, it's really a powerful pivot for your thoughts. And I wanted to bring it on today's show because, you know, for many of us, this idea of failure, of being a failure, of failing, can hold us back from actually being as great as we could be. And that doesn't mean that everything I do, uh, you know, that it works out or that I don't have failures. I most definitely still have failures, but they don't define me as a failure. And that's the difference. And I believe that those who have tenacity and dedication to themselves and their business, even if there are big risks and scary decisions to make, I believe they've, if they've got a growth mindset, they'll know that even if they fail in business, they're not a failure. And I really, like if I could put nothing else in your brain today, just know that if you try something new and it doesn't work how you want it to do, you are not a failure. That approach simply didn't work how you wanted it to, right? It's a really different way of looking at things that don't work out. And I'll be the first to admit that there have been times, again, where I've had a very fixed mindset, when I felt like a failure defined me and branded me as a failure, when I felt like I had like failure tattooed in neon lights that were glowing on my forehead. And I was like, everyone's going to know I can't do this. And those times were really difficult. Everything felt hard. It was really difficult for me to make decisions about my business and to move forward because I was afraid of doing things wrong and failing even more. It was like, I don't know, the failure handcuffs and and they were like around my neck and it made it hard to breathe, hard to think, hard to do stuff. But... When I really stepped into Carol Dweck's work about the growth mindset and really started implementing some of the growth mindset mantras into my life and business, things really began to change. And now when something is a failure, like I said, I just take it as a learning moment. I get curious about why it failed or if it even really is a failure or if I just had huge expectations and I got you know, smaller expectation. (laughs) I needed to have smaller expectations. I try to find, you know, whatever lesson I can so that I don't have to make that same mistake again. And that's really different and really freeing. It's a totally different way to approach building a business. Because let's be honest, you and I, we are building something from nothing. We're using the power of our minds. We're using our skills. We're using our hard work. We're using our background and our knowledge and our passions to create a business out of nothing. And of course we're gonna make mistakes. I mean, that's a given. There's nobody who has a great business that hasn't made mistakes. But you and I are so much more than any one mistake or failure or misstep or bad decision or anything else that goes not exactly as we'd planned. All it takes is being really intentional about how we talk to ourselves and how we view quote unquote failures, or as I like to call them, learning moments. I've got a printed list of reframes in my journal that I, (laughs) 
that I still catch myself on from time to time where I'm using my old fixed brain way. And I'm like, nope, you know what? That's not how I choose to see this. And now I have the tools to stop myself, to stop that thinking and to turn it around. So let me share just a few of these with you and you see what works for you. So instead of saying something like, oh my God, I failed at this or I'm awful at this, I'll say, hey, even though I'm not good at this yet, I'm learning and I'm making progress and look how much further I am than I was just last week or just yesterday. Instead of saying like, I'm great at this, like I have nothing else to learn, I can say, hey, I am so glad that I've spent the time to practice and learn how to do this and I can't wait to learn even more. Instead of saying something like, this is so overwhelming, I'm so frustrated, I can say something like, you know what? This requires time and effort and finding the right strategy to work for me. And that's okay. Instead of saying something like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to screw this all up. I can say to myself, hey, when I make a mistake, I always learn from it and I always get better. And I know that this is true actually for myself. I'm not just saying this to make myself feel better. And then I'll keep saying, and a lot of times mistakes help me uncover something new and insightful. And that's a hundred percent true. Instead of saying something like I give up, I can say, you know what? I'll be successful if I put in the effort and find a better strategy or find a better person to help me with this. Instead of saying, I can't do this. Ugh, I'll never be able to do this. I'll say, hey, I need to find someone to help me with this. Instead of saying, hey, I'm never going to be as good as, you know, X, Y, Z, as him or her. Look at how amazing they are. I can say something like, you know what? I'm in charge of my own future. Someone else's success doesn't take anything away from me. I simply need to put in the time, energy, and effort to find the right way for me. So those are just a few of my own kind of reframes. I really would love to hear, you know, what you do. So, you know, how do you reframe negativity and other things that come up in your business? How do you keep failures or as we'll call them learning moments um, or even the fear of failure? How do you keep that from holding you back? I would love to hear your strategies because I know a lot of people do a lot of different things. And this is something that works really well for me, but I'd love to hear what works well for you. Hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. I love to hear from listeners just like you so that together we can create a podcast that's valuable, helpful, and gets you on the road to the marketing insights you want to grow your business. Okay. As you were listening to this today, did you think of someone who could use these insights about a growth mindset? Maybe somebody who's had, you know, a a learning moment in their own business journey, Uh, because this is a powerful tool for anyone who has a business, right? For freelancers, agency owners, experts, online business owners, and really anyone trying to make their mark in their business and in the world, because we're all going to have those missteps that feel awful, but can really be a springboard forward if we think about it in the right way. So if you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's so easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening in, or just share the URL for today's show, which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com 
forward slash 78. And your friend can listen right there. All right. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of the Marketing Funnel Show. See you then.